Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil and Scott as they kick off this week's discussion. Hello everyone, Isaac Owen. Uh, thanks for joining us. What was sure to be another fun-packed episode of the Nerd Herd Gummy Pre Club. I'm bringing that fun tonight. I'm your host, Phil. I'm joined by my buddies, Scott. Shumai, everyone. How are you doing? And Shane. Oh, hoi, hoi. And uh, tonight, it's my pick, as you could tell. And I thought, it, it's Valentine's Day. Why not like, start the week off, the week of love, with a really good romantic book, of course. It's also hump day, don't forget. <laughs> Interesting, it is hump day. On this hump day, the week before Valentine's Day, we are reading Sex Criminals, Volume 1, and that is brought to us by, uh, here we go, Matt Fraction is the writer, and art is by Chip Sadarsky, and colorist is Becca Kinsey. That's our creative team on this book. Okay, um, before I go into the synopsis and get the discussing this book just some housekeeping just to remind all the folk here watching live in the show that at the end of this show uh you guys will decide what we're going to read next week and who knows what that could be um it doesn't have to be valentine's day thing this is all just a bit of a joke pick what you want but we do ask you kind of keep it like a one and done or else five or six issues so give us all the time to read it before and we will do a little spinny wheel thing and you could win this swag as demonstrated beautifully by my co-host here tonight Wonderful. every time so yeah, this uh, shall we meet the herd? Who's in, who's in the show tonight? Who's joining us live? Yes. We have Blue Sonic. It's evening, guys. He's first in the chat tonight. Uh, we have Cable's lost son, who just was pipped to the post by Blue Sonic, yeah. unfortunately. Connie is here. Um, hi, friends. I didn't have time to read along this week. But I'm stopping in for a bit. Good to have you here, oh. of course. Uh, here we go. We have got. I can never Branded say this. One arch. Branded one arch. As Shane said before, make each, each word capital letters <laughs> so we could distinguish between. It's really difficult. And Glenn is joining us here tonight, Ian. Hey, hey Glenn. And I think that's all the different folks so far tonight. Okay. So, shall I go into a bit of a synopsis? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be too creative and be too <laughs> smart with this book, but. You know, I'm going to try my best to not bring the tone down. And as, as you can see on the screen now, this is an 18 plus warning. It's not a trigger warning, but we are touching on some kind of mature content. Um, and of course, dealing with some uh, sexual, uh, you know, nature, good fun. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to hear your talk about the birds and the bees. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's, a, that's an Ask Andy Phil segment right there. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, so this follows uh, uh, Susie, or Suze, um, who, it's a common of age story, really, um, no pun intended. So she discovers when she first cleans her fur coat that she can freeze time every time she has an orgasm. And of course, uh, for a young uh, teenage girl, this is obviously quite uh, jarring for her, doesn't understand it. 
And the years go by where she thinks it's somewhat strange but normal and comes to terms of it. And then one faithful night where um, she meets another guy called John, who in his teen years discovered every time he burps the worm, he also freezes time. <laughs> <laughs> so they meet together. They meet up. They hook up for one night, and they discover they're not. They're both not frozen. Okay, so uh, they naturally come together and decide to use their powers. Uh, to you know, f- to their benefit, and I should add that Sue's is a librarian trying to save books from the bank and the foreclosure from the bank. So they use this power to rob said bank to save the books and the library. But of course, there are a group of people who are some sort of police um, who have the same powers, and they are not too happy with them. So yeah, how's that? Is that okay? Oh, amazing! <laughs> Thank you. I try not to be too 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 grotesque. I try oh, to keep it in, in tone with the book, you know. It was amazing. I mean, Glenn says it right there. Helen, that was brilliant. That needs Just, to be on the hardcover or the omnibus for the blurb on the back. The synopsis for the book. A burp in the worm. Just want to say hello to Adam. Comic bound. He's joining us in. Hey all. How's it going, pal? So yeah. Um, that's that's what we read for this week, um, a romantic um, thriller, I suppose, sci-fi thriller. Scott, do you want to kick us off with your first thoughts? And <laughs> yeah, I zone? mean, um, so from what I've heard from like other people about this book, like this uh, was um, told to be kind of like a funny comedic read, and like whilst I do think it was, um, I didn't really find myself laughing out that loud but what was really keeping me you know engrossed in the story and keeping on turning the pages was just the relationship between John and Susie and how you know you know you you, you learn that one person's capable of this and you learn another person is capable of this and then you it's all about how they deal with it together and you know you learn later on that John has got his ADHD symptoms and how you know how that affects this whole thing and his mental health as well and i just found it really good like just how yeah how they both just work together and it just felt quite natural and real you know some of the conversations they had you know with the whole like losing their virginity and things like that it was really sobering and it just it just felt like a real chat you you know you could have with someone else or you know see someone talking about that kind yeah. of thing and i really enjoyed the, the the realism in the story or the relationship yeah it, it dealt with the like the taboo of of sex and 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 self-pleasuring i suppose in a way that like they weren't laughing at each other they were talking about it it wasn't weird it just kind of like a like a real human being having a chat about yeah you know their their previous uh conquest i suppose and uh yeah, I, I quite enjoyed that too. Like you mentioned, like the relationship between John and Suze, and f- for me, that that was probably the highlight for me because, like, like, you know, like I said, this is a love story, and I think their to and fro was like they're definitely in love, even though they've yeah. only known each other for quite a short period of time. Because the, the, there was like the scenes where you know, there's a lot of things happening, but she was narrating to herself, and it's like this effing guy, this effing guy. And you're thinking. She's like, you know, give them a stick, but she's not she's like this effing guy. Like, yeah. This is my guy. I love that. I like I to like, call oh. that kind of thing um, a like positive 
uh, like overly positive compliments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this fucking guy, you know? Um, uh, Yeah, I I like stuff like that. I do. Shane? I do. I enjoyed the whole book. Um, what you said about it feeling like real conversation it from the start to finish, even though it's about time, freezing time and stuff, but the conversations, like even when she's a little girl and she wants mm-hmm. to ask the girls for help at school, like the way she goes about it and then is instantly embarrassed, like it felt, like you said, natural. It was done so well. Yeah. She her, her thought process as a child, completely different as an adult, like mm-hmm. they did that evolution so well from her in college her in school to her as an adult woman now just this amazing evolution of this character in one issue like you get the backstory of her pretty quickly and it was done so well um i really like her as a character i absolutely adored her from pretty much from start to finish when she turned to the camera and was like it'll get funny don't worry it's going to get funny in a minute yeah, I, yeah. I, I told you it was going to get funny it's coming i promise yeah i was like i i was like yeah I, you i've got you girl i'm i'm there for the ride now and john i mean what a nice guy what a really mm-hmm. nice down-to-earth guy and then you find out what you find out about him and he's suddenly terrifying there's a single panel where the the sex police are attacking them in the the vault or in the bank and the guy hits him and he just looks at him and he says if you hit me again i'm gonna break your effing jaw and the guy like takes a step back and he's like whoa and then john just goes no i'm only kidding but it's like you know he's not kidding (laughs) he's not kidding he's really scary i really yeah it's such a good book but this i was messaging phil like all week like because I wanted to see if he had noticed things in the background. Because every time they're in the <laughs> sex shop, or every... <laughs> all the posters on the wall in the sex shop for the pornos were hilarious. I loved all of them. I was like spending ages like zooming in because like from one angle you can't get the full title. So then you get another panel and it's the other side of the store. Oh. So you can zoom in and get the full title for the <laughs> porno. Absolutely hilarious. The the detail paid to the background just just want to say hello to some folks who have jumped in. Dominic from the Comic Book Report. It's not too late. You arrive in the first 10 minutes. Well, it's done. not perfect, but it's, it's, it's good. It's getting better. And then, did we already say hello to Liam? Or is he the Funky Gibbons? He's in the chat. Everyone. And yeah, and Glenn has just noticed our names for the show. So for the purpose <laughs> of our listeners, um, my name is Bang Bandits. Shane? I am Coitus Culprits. Scott, <laughs> I am wrong delinquents. We, us three, we're we're just so funny together. We're just and, and, out and out mature. Yeah, really mature. Really we're not, mature. We didn't laugh at this book one at once. It was not at all. Deadly no. serious book. Um, what do you mention there about the the stuff in the background? And that's one thing I really enjoyed with with issue two because issue two was more prevalent. There was obviously they were in that shop a lot more. Um, the shop being called um come world and in the in the background you have all the posters and stuff <laughs> you have all the posters and things of all the different pornography videos whatever and i you can just tell that like chip sadarsky who is known to have a kind of bit of a wacky but cool sense of humor he's just having so much fun doing that like mm-hmm. thinking things like they don't have to don't mean anything to the story he's just thinking on the top of his head kind of rude and funny and and, and different kind of titles and put them on on the 
on the wall. You can just tell you had fun with that. Maybe about too much fun. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, there was a sign in the background in the shop that said, you cannot purchase more than 20 dildos without health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? No, I did not see that one. <laughs> I was just crying. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny just go yes. even if you don't want to read the book just flick through to find all these just background things them. it's hilarious he put so much work in and the effort did not go unnoticed by me oh, i yeah. have to say you know like the, considering chip Zdarsky is a writer mm. it was you know he's actually a really good artist i really liked everything and there, there was nothing i didn't like in this and i would be more than happy to either you know read on with this or re read something else that he's drawn and it was it was great i could be wrong maybe there's some in the chat can can confirm but i believe he's an artist come writer as opposed to a writer who goes oh, so he was an artist art. first. I, I think he was an artist first in comics right. but i'm not 100 but i know he's done different he's done a, f a few different things um but yeah um i i really enjoyed his art too um and we had to give a shout out as well to the colorist because you know oh, as yeah. you can see by my background i'm a fan of pinks and purples mm -hmm. and i like i love the idea that uh whenever they're in this uh the quiet place, the quiet or else john's word for it um <laughs> whenever they freeze time and so then two are in this thing like the, 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 the backgrounds were all kind of washed of pinks and purples like, and yeah, kind really of dim, like, yeah like everything yeah like but it's like how do they explain it? Like you can tell you're in a different plane type thing, yeah. you're in a different place it was, than the normal life, and it was really kind of cool. like it kind of reminded me of um, Once in Future, where the the only telltale sign that you're you've been brought in like to into the myth side of things is when you had like those green and orange dots floating around everywhere. It was is that kind of thing, and yeah. it, that kind of visual telltale without telling you in the story, time is now frozen. You know, it's it's this really nice, very appealing visual way. And I love the way when they're whenever they're in the place that the other people are grey, almost like yeah. if you remember like when the first time you seen it where Suze is having sex with a guy, he's on top, she enters the place and he he's frozen with his <laughs> with his sex face, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but he's all greyed out like he's like he's not obviously present yeah. in that thing. And then there's a scene as well where John, um. Is in the in the quiet play, in the quiet, but then he uh, wants to go aroused. again. Yeah, yeah. It becomes aroused again, so therefore he's out of it. Until he gets back into it, yeah. and he was all grayed out and stuff as well. I thought it was really cool the way that was done that, and that by the way, I thought it was a really good way to explain, like, mm. the, like the length the length of time you have in the quiet. Like he can be in there as long as he wants, providing he doesn't want to, you know, to get off again. You know, yeah. so um, so that was really cool. Um, just want to say hello to Highland G before we continue. Since sorry I'm late, got locked out because of your age restriction. <laughs> I've never we watched put it on. stuff on YouTube. Yeah, like there's nothing. We're, we're not going to say anything too inappropriate, but just obviously the content being sex will be unfair to allow children to kind of watch this tonight. I suppose. Yeah. Um, we have, yeah, we also have Jack Talks Comics. Hey guys, I've not read this series before, but it's one I was thinking of picking up. And to be honest, I would recommend it because it's one of those things that someone recommended this to me and i've been wanting to read this for a long time and i'm quite glad i have to be yeah. honest um, yeah i mean I've, I've i've seen the odd person talk about it or put a picture up of it you know of their their hardcover or whatever of the collection of this, of this story <laughs> <laughs> well this is and, the thing um, 
the hardcover which I do have, I mean the hardcover isn't just called Sex Criminals, it is literally called Big Hard Sex Criminals. Like they're obviously like they know what they're doing. They're they're poking fun. They're yeah. having fun with it, and I and think that's really cool. It's a nice little segue yeah. to our Amazon link as well. Oh yeah, that's right. If you uh, prefer to go soft, the link's down below. <laughs> like it hard? Again, the link is down below. Click on that. But um, hit the, the sixteen-minute mark. Can we move on to our pages then, shall we? Yeah, let's go ahead, man. Um, I wonder who should do first. What's what's the least offensive? Let's see. Mine. Let's see. Oh, we're okay, go well, least to most are we? <laughs> well, we'll Shane's. We'll do Shane's. Um, I pick this. It's where Susie meets John at the party for uh, Save the Library fundraiser i picked this because i really like this way of telling a fluid story on a page where it's one picture yeah. but you see the characters move between the other characters that are you know they're background characters so they're free to just move between them but they're having their conversation and he's like quoting a book that's one of her favorites and you can see she's just mesmerized by him like she's following him she's looking at him i just thought it was really really sweet and completely out of context, you would have no idea that they were about to have sex to rob a bank <laughs> when time was frozen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like this as well. And I, again, I think this introduction to John in this way, I kind of think it, it makes you like him as well. Like I, I, I already liked Suze, but this made me really like John straight away. Um, I don't know why. It was, it was a weird thought for me, but I just, I just really like his jacket. Like it's just it, a really cool jacket. I just really, I, I want that. That would look good on you, I think. Thank, Scott. thank you, mate. Yeah, putting glasses on is basically me. <laughs> do, do, do we think that John looks like anyone we know? Maybe by any chance? Do yeah. I want to say it? Shane, no. do, do, do you think? I, I didn't mention it. You mentioned it. You I'm say sure. it. No, no, no. If anyone <laughs> back can guess who we think this person looks like in the UK comic book community, let us know because I just thought I'll we'll give Quite fun. Um, we'll move on to mine because mine's not again. It's not like an over overly erotic picture. Um, this is the scene where John and Sue's are playing in the pub. They're playing pool, and she just breaks out into fat bottom girls and puts on the Freddie Merc- Mercury yellow leather jacket and starts performing for him. But I just thought this was really cool as well because they had the speech bubbles with the lyrics. But obviously, with post-it notes over the lyrics. Now, I don't know if this was intentional, yeah. or if I genuinely believe that they tried to get the lyrics and were allowed to use them, but they, they took too long getting the rights, or maybe they never had intentions of getting the rights. And this is something they'd done. I just thought it was really cool the way they'd done that. I, I think it has to be because there's no way you'd dedicate three pages to your character singing a song, would you? <laughs> this is funny because you're reading them and they're like, oh, this was a good part of the song, but we can't play it. We can't show it because we don't have the rights. But like, this was fun. But if yeah. she's just singing a song, you'd but sort they, of just, well, I know the words, I know the words. You'll just skim past it. Yeah, well, they they did say they, they love a good musical at one point. But I just think the colours at this at, the, at this page, let's like say it was three pages worth, really, but the, you know, the colours and the kind of lighting of it and the kind of sparkles and stuff, I just thought it was really cool. Quite pleasant to look at, but I just again I like this. I like the couple. I like these two together, just having this kind of fun in a oh, yeah. in a in a pub that may look odd to everyone else, but they don't care. They're in their own little world without being in their own actual little world at the minute. You know, I so it was cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was this kind of uh, that kind of scene that was it definitely gave me this kind of you know heartwarming feeling mm-hmm. about this relationship that we're all seeing from the very beginning where we end off 
and uh yeah i just i just loved i just loved it the whole thing just for just literally for the relationship like you know the whole time freezing stuff was cool the, mm-hmm. you know the whole you know the, the sci-fi kind of elements to it it was all great but for me the, the big part for me was always the relationship yeah because they when they first met after that first encounter at the party she had yeah. referred to like it was like 50 hours i think they said at one point they'd been together for 50 hours yeah yeah, yeah. A whole really weekend, cool. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's love right there, guys. I told you a love story for Valentine's Day. <laughs> and we've on to Scott's page. This was the page. <laughs> this was the page that literally made me laugh out loud. Like I know I said earlier that I didn't laugh at this book, but this was the only page that made me laugh. It was just the comedic timing of it all. You know, like it was just the weird stares on the in the in the second row panels here, and. I just absolutely found it hilarious. So, so basically, you know, for anyone who hasn't read it, um, this woman who can also stop time um, is is onto them, and she's she's at the diner. She's staring at them from afar. Susie's onto her. She's like, "Why is she making that face? She's pulling the Kegel face. Like, what the hell?" And then and then she goes, "You know, are you pulling Kegels and whatever?" And then straight away stops time because she's so good at pulling Kegels. And um, and then all of a sudden, there's just this note right in front of them. They're like, ah! and then it's like, yes, they were Kegels, and they were, I was just gone. That was just it. Really made me laugh. Um, I love Kegel Karen. She's awesome. <laughs> she was absolutely awesome in the book. What a great villain! Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That face when she yells at her kids as well. She's like, I'm on the phone. Shut up. <laughs> It was just like it's all natural though, because you would your kids are playing up at the table while you're taking a call. It's like it felt natural yeah. for her to be like, shut up, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> She'd look like a Karen, yeah, Kegel yeah, Karen, yeah. Just allow me to kind of um, catch up with some chat before we go into some all other right. pages that Fear sent us. So Glenn has had to run on. Um, oh, uh, thanks so much, Glenn, for joining us. What have we got here? Um, Adam said, I think they also have a book full of sex tips that they released called Just the Tips. It has an in- intro by Barack Obama. I saw someone post a picture off and it was hilarious. I have to check this out. <laughs> Talking of sex tips, when that little girl is telling her all the sex tips in the toilet oh, at school. God. Yeah. I was gone. I was gone. I was crying. I was like, what the? What is this? And then at the end of the book, you get all the ones that didn't make it onto the wall. Did you see those? Yeah, the, 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 the whole yeah. page of ones that he that didn't make it onto the bathroom stool. It's like, damn, they had too much time on their hands to come up with all of them. <laughs> just saying hello to Dean. Dean has joined us here. I hope you're all well, guys and girls. But he is just flying here, flying by. Thanks for joining us, Dean. Um, well, should we look at the other pages that the other folks had sent us? Just bear with me. Uh, Cable's lost son. I sent, I sent his page in. And this is his, which I thought was really cool. So yeah. this, this is the scene where uh, John, as a boy, first discovers he can freeze time and he goes into the the, you know, the sex shop. But this is where he first discovers that he can only stay in this, the, you know, his come world, as long as he's no longer aroused. Of course, he becomes aroused and then all of a sudden yeah. appears in the shop again. <laughs> and uh, obviously this is like a, yeah. a kind of comedic kind of chase around the store and um yeah it was just a lot of fun this as well wasn't it yeah he said yeah. he said uh his reason for enjoying this page was one for the for the benny hill reference yeah and then uh he really liked the little advert right next to in the middle of him where he's asking him to become a member 
of of the shop <laughs> and he said um, yeah you said he, he found that really funny and really enjoyed that cool that's a very cool page um jwd comics had sent his and also um this is from issue one i think this is when she yeah. first discovers is that right did he give yeah, yeah. a reason for his pick yeah so first of all he just said he loved the colors um mm. and then and then he went on further to say um yeah, so that was why you love the uh, you love the colors, but then this also helped kind of highlight the fact uh, that the U.S. doesn't have a very good sexual education uh, program because this is how she kind of discovered it, um, you know, exploring herself and all this kind of stuff, and uh, it was all an accident, pretty much, wasn't it? Yeah, because you know she's. At the top run, she didn't realize what she was doing, and then yeah. bang, frozen Whoops. and time. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Scott, you had also included some other pages here. Do you want to talk about them? Yeah, cool. So, uh, I really like this when they were talking about like other partners. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like this kind of um, what are those cameras called? Polaroid, Polaroid camera Polaroid. style, yeah. Um, pictures of just showing the kind of different partners that that she had like you know the the ones that were serious the ones that she didn't like they want to see ever again the ones that had a bit of experience you know there's a woman there as well you know so it's all that kind of stuff and it was just a really fun way really yeah. cool way of just showing all these different types of people i did think it was funny though with the the, the picture of the um the older gentleman and he's yeah. like sometimes it felt important and adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. Yeah. And of course, I, I like the last panel too, where she's then taking the Polaroid with her hands, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. And then uh, John's equivalent, I suppose, for his uh, yeah. John's previous equivalent. lovers. This is kind of like in a photo booth type of thing, isn't it? Yeah. I love that he has the two friends because he's like yeah. Betty, never Beth, and Liz. It's and... like they're clearly friends, so he's moved on. Yeah. And then he's got George as well on there because, you know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, we also did include some other images that, before the show went live, we were debating: are these too rude the show? But again, you have to understand that this is, it does it does talk about sex, but it's in a comical way. The point where it, it can't be too rude. But if you are of a what's the word I'm thinking of? If you're a bit worried or you don't want to see things you shouldn't see, look away now. Um, this is one of the f the first scenes where um, uh, they 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 just this where they're in the sex shop. They're obviously in the quiet, and they just have fun with it. And they start like hitting the children in the head with, with with dildos. And I really love the panel where John has like nunchuck nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also that panel beside him is that meant to be um, a guy? Well, yeah, Willem Dafoe. That meant to be him. I, I thought Willem Dafoe straight away. Yeah, when I so saw did that. I. Like you can't unsee it. Like it must be him. But why is there? A, why is there a mask of Willem Dafoe in the sex shop? Are you <laughs> saying William William Dafoe is not someone you would like your partner to wear a mask of while you no, have sex name with them? Phil, his name isn't William. His name's Willem. 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 Yeah. Willem. Yeah. Willem. Willem. Mister Dafoe. But again, it's, he's a, a good-looking guy and all, but it's just weird to have just his face. But maybe that's Chip Zdarsky's weird sense of humour. They just picks a random kind of, um, what's the word, like more recognisable face to just include yeah. for the sake of it, you know? Yeah. And well, also Zach we, Galifianakis was on one of the posters, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah, that's right. It was, um, 
what was the title of the of the video or book? It certainly wasn't Hangover. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Um, yeah. So one one other picture that I thought um, it's hilarious. So whenever they do have sex, um, John's appendage um, glows, um, which is weird, of course. So we obviously had to include this. As, she um, says it's like E.T.'s finger, doesn't she? <laughs> E.T. phone home. As you can see, we're not going to show pictures of willies on our broadcast. We have obviously put the Nerd Herd logo in front of the aforementioned uh, appendage. But if you do wish to see this, by all means, click on the link below, buy the book, and find it for yourself. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all the art, isn't it? It's quite a lot this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, we all, I think we all agree. We all loved the art. I think it was... Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, super fun. Let's see what the chat is doing. And Adam is getting an education with this book. The book was also very educational. Now I know what brimping, blooping, reverse, reverse, cowgirl, <laughs> and the user agreement was. That's that's oh, referring Jesus. to the the images that were drawn in the bathroom stalls. Um, we referred to earlier on. And again, if you could check these out yourself, um, please do. They 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 are hilarious. Um, for some reason, the, the one where like I can't remember what it was called, but like. She pointed the gun at his head whilst he's performing on her. Like it's just I've I've saved the pictures, so I can no. tell you if you Why? are you gonna put them on Instagram after this, Shane? Yeah, at one hundred percent, yeah. So check out Donna Comics on Instagram for, for some extra material at the Don't end show of this them, show. Shane. Don't show them here. Yeah, yeah. And uh <laughs> Dean has just confirmed that his name is Willie Queen. Defoe. <laughs> Willie Defoe. Oh, what was that, Shane? Sorry. It's called Queeps. That one where right. she's pointing the gun at him while he is performing. Queeps. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think my favourite has to be the candle in the wind, you know, for Princess Di. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the window. <laughs> oh, dear. Even the one where they're, like, tied up when they're wearing, like, I don't know if they're wearing like, gimp masks or something. It's like, over the... it's just... <laughs> Guys, if you haven't read this book and you wonder what we're laughing at, you just kind of need to kind of just, like, check out yeah. Shane's Instagram if you want just first, and then yeah, just buy the book oh. after. It's 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 so stupid but funny, and it's do, it's done. I don't want to say it's done tastefully, because it's not tasteful, but it's not it's not grotesque. It's not gross, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, not, not you know, it's it's just fun. It's the name of fun, I suppose. Yeah. Um, ahoy, hoy podcast listeners, Shane here. I just wanted to separate you from the herd for a second to let you know that you can now email the show at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. If you want to share your thoughts on this or any of the books we've read so far, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read on our viewer's pick, all you have to do is email us at theweeklynerdherd at gmail.com. Now, back to the herd. So yeah, that was the art. Um, I think we all agree we'd like it. Um, what do we all think if this was the overall, you know, the story and the relationships and, and the way, the direction it, it, it went? I thought it was really interesting seeing um, everything from each of them, each of their perspectives. You know, like you know, she calls it the quiet, he calls it come world, and it's all just totally different uh, origins, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just how they both arrive at this one point um, to learn what they can do, and it was really interesting, and just just their experiences with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 like she, they show you what she does in the quiet, and she like studies, catches up on her sleep, and you know, just enjoys some time out in nature. Yeah. And what does he do? He Grand takes pornos. a dump in his boss's 
Fine. plant. Yeah. He like reads pornos. He like breaks <laughs> stuff. He's just like does just juvenile things. It's actually quite uh, good the way that happens. So he, he's obviously frustrated with his boss. And if you remember early early on, she was frustrated with her mum, like not getting the answers from her mum. So they use the quiet and calm world as their way to like their release. Literally, they release yeah. you know, the kind of like a yeah. bit of therapy for them almost. I thought it was yeah. quite cool. Um, yeah, I thought the scene where she was screaming at her mum and then yeah. she just starts crying oh, yeah. and then kisses her on the forehead was really just strong, absolutely wasn't beautiful, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. And I suppose I should, should mention that uh, this all kind of started off with Sue's narrating from the start, which I thought was really cool. Is that, mm. is that called breaking the fourth wall? Is that, is that what that is? It looked fourth wall y. Yeah. yeah. So essentially, what's happened? Her her father was was killed by somebody who's worked in the stock in the banks or the stock market, lost a lot of money, and, and so on, and obviously went in a bit of a killing spree. So she's obviously mourning the loss of her dad, and obviously her mom's heartbroken too. So she feels like she has no one really to turn to, and that's kind yeah. of why she goes the way she kind of goes and becomes the librarian because she's going to the books for answers. Yeah. Um. After the the the, the slutty girls behind the. And the bleachers at school, but yeah, I just thought her. I I thought Suze was really a really cool character. Even the way she was narrating her own story was just yeah. really cool. And then the kind of the way they interlinked, where she was sometimes narrating for John. And there was a point where she was like, well, "Enough of enough of that!" Like John's going to continue on here, and he told his stuff as well. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. With, with with the narration and stuff, it was good to see that Susie wasn't like ashamed or it was always like it was always a bit of a laugh behind it or like a bit of a you know just a fun bit of storytelling behind it there was no like oh when i did this and i wasn't happy about that you know it was all just this is what it is this is what made her and 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 here she is you know uh and i really really enjoyed that but phil um this is a book that included included uh time stuff it's not time travel. There was no time travel. I knew this was coming up. It was time <laughs> freezing. And to time be fair, freezing. in terms of like the sci-fi element, it was never fully explained because I suppose in a way, by freezing time, you are traveling in time. Yeah. You know, you know? But I don't think it leans too heavily on the sci-fi aspect. Like, we never got an explanation as to why this happens, did we? There was yeah. no real... There's there no nothing. scientific thing. Yeah. It's just a bit of fun, I suppose. Yeah. We didn't even get, like, who formed the sex police and why are they called the sex police and not the time police? Because they're not what they've called them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But why didn't they call them the time police? Because they're not after them because they had sex. They're after them because what they're doing with the time powers they've got. And that's another thing. How exactly did that work? So we know that they have sex and they both arrive at the same time, so then they freeze. Mm -hmm. But then how did the police time it so well so that they would arrive at the same time? Maybe you just pop in and out, like... I could be be wrong here, but was there not a scene... This is what I took from it. Was there not a scene where uh, they... uh, They, like, whenever they interrupted uh, John and Sue's that you know, one was a bus driver, or uh, yeah, but he had a, like a, you know, he had a, he had a, a dildo in his in his pocket. As if like, is this their way of trying to straight away? They have it handed to them, so they just go into the quiet place or go into the quiet. You know, they, yeah, but they have the to time, they have to know that John and Suze were having 
relations and would have to time their personal pleasure to match theirs so yeah. that they all arrived at the same time but oh, then yeah. you, you are you are you're correct in this maybe it was one big orgy maybe they had a big orgy this kind of number because you're i love right, how they get out because even if yeah you're right because even if they have say susan don't have sex at 9 30 p.m but the sex place have sex at 9 35 p.m they're never going to be in the same time together no so oh, it doesn't that's... Because when they escape from the sex police, to to escape from them, they have to get them out of the quiet. So she gets the vibrating gun and touches it against Kegel Karen, who then gets aroused (laughs) and comes out of the quiet. So then they're able to get away. So how did they get into the the quiet? I think this is the point. Hopefully volume two will tell you. Yeah. I think, obviously, I think that's the point of the book in terms of it's not trying to focus too much on the logic, (laughs) which is great. It just is, all right? Yeah, it just is. It just is. What's um, what's um what what was cool about this was there's there's a few different genres in this. I thought you know it starts off as like this coming of age type of story, and then we get into like the love aspect, and then straight away we get into some sort of time traveling, um, sci-fi heist <laughs> kind of kind of bit. And it was just you know for, to fit all that into five issues, um, it didn't feel rushed at all. Pacing was very good. Yes, I have a bit of a problem with the pacing. Oh. Uh, one of my notes I have here is that there was more sex than crime. Like I kind of thought to myself, the first two issues would kind of explain the sex stuff, and then the remaining three would be more like you know, they they are doing some heists and they get caught out and the you know they have to nip into the bathroom for a wee quickie. Now that did happen, but it was just the way it all seemed like quite condensed. That was more about their backstories, like their previous previous lovers and so on. Um, even explaining the roommates and stuff as well. But yeah, I, I, that's one thing I kind of wish there was more of the hasty stuff on robbing mm-hmm. the banks rather than... Yeah, yeah, because we banks. did only get a panel here and there of them robbing other banks, didn't we? Yeah, because I, I, I don't even think it explained that until after that happened, that they were doing smaller banks and they were leading up to the kind of big the big yeah, name yeah. bank as such, you know. Um, just want to catch up some chat here before I get lost. Dean is asking... Would this be the wrong time or topic for asking Auntie Phil questions? Listen, if you want to know about the birds and the bees, message me privately and I will talk you through it as best I can. You know, save it and ask ask Auntie Phil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blue Sonic is <laughs> saying it's the sexy time police. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, the sexy time police. <laughs> um, comment Boyne, good point. You know, this would be the perfect time to ask Auntie Phil. I don't think they ever did show what the three second rule tackle was and they didn't and I, I i want to know myself so anyone knows what the three second rule tackle position is please let Mes- us know. message him privately <laughs> i assume it's if the lady does the splits <clears throat> over a dirty floor for more than three seconds then you're not allowed to partake <laughs> okay uh dominic is saying this is such an insane premise it really is and i think that's the point that they've got this idea and they run with it just to have a bit of fun you know um andy from perpetual comics has joined us hi andy how's it going bud uh i think and connie is saying i need to read this book i'll rewatch properly when i've read along i think i think you would like this yeah i mean so so jack uh, so jack said that uh He's feeling a bit lost and he wants to read this book and then watch it again. So can we <laughs> describe the gist of the story if he's feeling lost? I mean, it's... 
a couple that get together discover them when they were younger that they could freeze time when they orgasm and then they get together uh and the guy is like hey let's use our powers to rob a bank to save the library that you're working for that's going to get destroyed and then the sex police are going to come get us also frozen in the frozen in time place and then that's it pretty much and that's the end super, of issue five super really easy. really simple <laughs> premise oh you have just... to explain why jack wants to rob the bank because he hates because he works there and hates his boss so it also yes it's it's very selfish on his part. He doesn't really care about the library. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just on that as well, I thought that was really like, I really liked that idea that John had this other uh, like ADHD thing as well. It wasn't just, you know, he had his own, own yeah. demons and such as well. And he had problems with his boss. It kind of added more layers to him as a character as well. Yeah. There was one thing I wasn't too keen on. I thought it was overused in the writing. And it was hesitation with the characters. There was a lot of that. There was like, you know, it was like, blah, 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 blah. And then, no, actually, it was just that. Like, they kept stopping themselves halfway through sentences or second-guessing themselves. And there was a lot of this hesitation going on. And I just felt like it was something... I don't know if it was either to tease us or if they had just wanted to write this particular thing in but didn't know how to quite follow it on just yet. You know what I mean? And mm. it was just like, yeah, that was the only one bit of this whole book in the writing that I was just like, no, stop that. You're doing it too much. I agree. Yeah. There was one part that I felt was out of place in a book that's so fun. Like, this is a fun book. This is yeah. meant to be lighthearted and fun. You're meant to just enjoy it from start to finish. They didn't need to add the part with her roommate and her boyfriend in college. I felt like that just brought this oh, yeah. to a grinding halt. Like, yeah, I was yeah. having fun and I'm laughing. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like... Serious. Yeah, it, you've just thrown this serious thing in there. And now but, I'm just like... Then I have to get back up to the enjoyment level. I was mm. two pages ago. I agree. It kind of touched them again some kind of serious tones where he had obviously done things to, to, to the girl and had no shame of a type thing. And she was obviously, um, I don't want to go too, too much detail, but she wasn't happy with it, of course. But um, I wonder, though, did they include that to kind of uh, reinforce the roommate's reasoning why she phoned the police? Because it was her that phoned in that they she thinks they're going to rob banks. Yeah. And and that's where the the girl I forget her name the the Karen you referred to like she pick up the phone and she actually knows how they like where they're going to be and how they're going to be there, so maybe that kind of explains why she grasped them up because she's obviously worried that her friend is going to fall. They know. could have done it in a fun way yeah, to go so with the rest of the book. She yeah, could have had a yeah. boyfriend that was push that was like pushy and getting her to do stuff she didn't want to do, but funny stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like make you know making her do over the top things. You know, just stupid things. There so many but other things, things that... for them to do. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Because but... she didn't even get him as much as I wanted him to. Uh, like I wanted her to freeze time and pretty much decapitate him. Do you know what I mean? Like I wanted yeah. something. Th- I wanted it to be the one thing that she did. She went too far with. Like I wouldn't think it's yeah, too far. Yeah. Cut his head off. It's fine. He deserves it. <laughs> you know. But I wanted her to think like I use my. I use this thing that I have, and I. You know, even if she used it to take the brakes off of his car while he was getting in it, you know, she froze time and so no one could see her do it. Something serious. But all she does is she puts some pot in his bag and he gets kicked and out of school. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and he's it's still not successful because she Googled yeah. him and he's like, oh, he's yeah. doing well anyway. So, like, yeah, nothing. But she should have 
paralyzed him or something. Do you know, like, it should have been, I didn't mean it to go that far. I just yeah. wanted to punish him. But you find out that she, like, cut his brakes and he's now in a wheelchair because yeah. he's paralyzed from the neck down. Something serious. So she Carries doesn't that do that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when he says, let's rob a bank, she's like, I don't really want to do bad things with this gift. I want to, you know, just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. But it it wasn't enough. She didn't do enough to him. If you're going to put that in the book, you know we're going to hate the person. Have him get some comeuppance. Yeah. Just uh, a comment here that I noticed a while back as well before I get lost again. Um, referring to Suze, she did seem obsessed with some bum stuff. She well, really her, did. Her she favorite song was fat, fat, fat Bottom Girls. And who doesn't <laughs> like a good bum? Eh? <laughs> well, really, and uh, um, Dean is asking where he where can he purchase a Willem Dafoe mask? Uh, a shop called Comworld. Google that. <laughs> See where that location is called Comworld. I thought that was brilliant too. Actually, whenever Suze was explaining what she calls like the quiet, like her yeah. place, she calls it the quiet. She's like, "What do you call yours?" And it just cuts like the the shop front the sign. Shop, yeah. Comworld. <laughs> the like, reveal for that was brilliant. There's there, there's no kind of like way to hide this or say it any other way. That's just what it is. Comworld. Yeah. Oh, just I had so much fun in Comworld, like reading all the posters. Like even outside the store, there's a like some posters on the side, and it's got a list going down, mm. and it's like buy this, buy that, buy this, just because like maybe you want it. And then like later on, it's different posters outside, right? And yeah. it's like don't. Add, there's one sign inside the shop that's like five reasons not to watch porn online. And it's like, it's less personal. It's like, we don't want you to. It's like, we don't make It's like, it's such a good... It's just so much fun. Uh, they, were, they, were, they referred to the price of the porn as well in the shop because you, like, you like stole like so many thousands or so many hundreds of videos or something. And uh, she said, well, that will be thousands and thousands of dollars. So, uh, but uh, interesting enough, uh, she in, in this big, hard sex criminals edition, there's a section at the end where he does highlight highlight his favorite posters for, from each issue. There's actually quite a few oh, throughout nice. the book that he oh, has highlighted as his favorite ones. Um, I don't know if you can find it online in trades, whatever, whatever, whatever way you read that. But yeah, um, check that out if you can. Because I did but, share my favorite poster on Instagram. Um, yes, it's, yeah. it's very rude, but it's very, very funny. I was crying with laughter. I had to stop reading. I had to put my book down and I had to just get ready again to carry on because I was laughing so much. I sent it, I, like, I screen grabbed it and I've like texted yeah. it to all my friends. I'm like, look at this poster. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, I think uh, Shane texted me and he had said he had one panel he wanted to show me once I read it. So I had a wee, wee game of guess and all the different ones I thought Shane would like. <laughs> I was like, three or four different like, posters before we got to that one. There's just, there, there are that, that many good, funny posters in that, in that issue. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was hilarious. But folks, we've we've won over my mark for getting the scores the doors. So, folks, if you have read along this week, uh, please give your score in the chat. We will collate that those scores, work out an average, and add it to our scores as well before we can come to the overall average of this book. Yeah. Um, and don't forget as well. Once we do the scores here, we will be asking you for our uh, nerds' choice, our read for next week. So again, get your thinking caps on. We have a few, uh, yeah, there, I mean, I'm not going to read these in the chat, by the way. There are a few re references to the posters, by the way, in the chat. So if you're watching yeah. in the replay, check the chat out. I'm not going to show them here, <laughs> just the fear of being cancelled or something, but sure. <laughs> Scott, do you want to give us your uh, your scores and yeah. thoughts? Um, 
again, such a fun read. Really, like, as wacky as it sounds, it's really heartwarming and proper down-to-earth kind of thing when it comes to their relationship and everything. And I just I just loved it. I just loved reading it. I was really interested in the characters. It's probably been a while since, especially reading stuff for Nerdhood, that I've been that into the characters and that interested in how they develop and how they grow. Um, so kudos to Matt Fraction for that. I really enjoyed that. Um, art was stunning. The colorist, like we said earlier, what was her name? Becca Kinsey. Yeah, just come mm-hmm. on the ticker there. Becca Kinsey. Uh, awesome. Loved yeah. it. You know, this is one of those kind of things that um, Chip Zdarsky and Becker, they definitely complemented each other there. They worked really well together. There was, uh, yeah, it, I, I just just really enjoyed looking at it. Everything was soft and, like you said, Phil, a lot of pinks and purples and light blues and just great. Um, mm. The posters were hilarious. Um, I just caught, I've got the digital version of the, the big hard one and I just look at them now <laughs> as you were talking and they are brilliant. Um yeah, just fantastic, fantastic story. Um, you know, I love a bit of time stuff. That's always awesome. And for a very interesting premise for it to occur, uh, it definitely kept my interest as well. So um, for this, uh, yeah, fantastic book. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Nice. Scott loves time stuff as much as Susie loves butt stuff. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Thoughts and scores? I had so much fun reading this book. I mean, my notes are pretty much just like, this part's hilarious, that part's hilarious. Like, the art is so much fun. Um, It reminded me of, like, Archie comics, because Susie, at the start, looks very much like Veronica from the comics for Archie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that, because I like those faces with, you know, those eyes where they have no pupils. It's just the colour, the solid Mm -hmm. colour. Very pretty. Oh, yeah, can't fault the art. Colour's fantastic. The concept is... It's fantastic. I mean... We've all read time books. We've all read superhero books where they have the power to freeze time or whatever. But to get there through sex, that's hilarious. But <laughs> especially, like, it's, uh, I can't. I, I really, really enjoyed this book. I'm going to read it again. It actually reminded me of an episode of Angel, you know, the TV show, the Buffy yeah, spin-off. Right. Yeah. There's a college student in there that finds out his girlfriend's going to break up with him. So he gets this magic MacGuffin to freeze time because they're going to have, she says she's going to break up with him, he's heard, and she's going to have sex with him one more time. So while they have sex, this magic MacGuffin is going to freeze time, so he's stuck there forever with her. And like I was like, that's kind of like, I like that concept. So yeah. I love this. I was very weary, obviously. It's a book called Sex Criminals, and we know how I feel about Saga. <laughs> so I, <laughs> what? I, yeah, so I was a bit like, and then Phil said the concept, and I was like, all right, I'm in. Yeah, and I loved like it. I want to read on. I want more. I want a TV show. I want a movie. I want a web cartoon. I want cartoons. Whatever you can, whatever content, just give it to me. Just nom, 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 com- content. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> too far, too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> but yeah, I absolutely love this, and I will definitely be reading on, and it's an 8.5 from me. Oof, wow. Nice. Nice one. Uh, we have two scores um, in already, so just uh, got like thirty seconds before I, I give my thoughts to get your get your score in there, We've guys. We've got uh, one more score as well. That was before the chat from JWD. Uh, he gave it an eight yes, as well. That is that is correct. An eight, excellent. Um, I was kind of mixed thoughts on this um, going into tonight's show. There's a lot I liked. Uh, but I mean, there are some aspects of it too. Like again, I mentioned there was more sex than crime. I feel like I wanted more crime. Like I don't need an explanation of the whole, 
you know, the, the, the sexy time police or anything like that. I just felt like I needed more of it rather than just what we got. It was very little. Um, I have no doubt there's, I mean, there, listen, guys, there's 69 issues, by the way, in total off nice. this volume. You know? <laughs> so um, I, 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 I hazard a guess that we will find a lot more out about the sexy time police and, and whoever else gets involved in this, this weird, wacky world. Um, I did enjoy it. And I thought it was hilarious and had quite a few laugh out loud moments. I read this kind of worrying about what other people would think. I was actually worried about what Scott would think. And I was worried about some people. Not not I think people are like Prue. I just think like, is it, is it, is it, does it touch on some things a bit too much? But again, I, I personally believe that it was just, it was done in good taste. It was yeah. done in the name of comedy for a bit of fun. And you can't go wrong with that. Um, I like the idea that they, they, they they talk about sex and masturbation like it's like it's okay because it is okay yeah and um the relationship between john and susie i thought was fantastic like i really want to see more of them together as well um not not in their sexy time <laughs> just just them they're they're, they're to and fro and they're, they're kind of um, <laughs> it you know, still sounds like sexy time it does, yeah, sorry. <laughs> as you guys have said the art i thought the art was wonderful um and the colors was great um and I think that added to the, the joy and the fun off the book. Um, I don't know. What am I going to... Do you know something? I was sitting in around a seven or eight. And I think this chat today, we've had fun tonight. I've enjoyed it. I'm just going to I'm gonna go high and we'll go with an eight out of ten. Nice. Great. There we go. So, uh, I think I've got everyone's scores. If I had JWD from earlier on, he gave us an eight. Um... Then we had uh, an eight from Branded One Arch, and he's now changed his name to Capitals. Nice. Well done, buddy. <laughs> uh, Blue Sonic, uh, he's uh, sorry, Branded One Arch, he said, I give it an eight. Love the art and the story, made me not want to put it down. Martin, this was a fun read from start to finish. Great art, so it's an easy eight for me. Uh, Cable's Lost Son, a seven for me. Like the art and the fun. Benny Hill, earworm for the rest of the issue. Uh, comic Bound. I really enjoyed this, but I do worry how long it can <clears throat> keep it up before it exhausts itself. I would hate to see it get old and limp along in the later issues, but we'll read on 7.5. So that's that. So with all of those scores, you average uh, a 7.7 .7 as an audience. So adding that onto Philip's 8, Shane's 8.5, my 8, we get an average of 8 out of 10. Wow. Nice. Fantastic. Can't beat a good 8. There we go. So let's go ahead and see where it comes on the, on the top 10. <laughs> oh. Can't get away from it. You have to, have to include it. Ooh, so there we go. Joint, joint fourth with the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Well Ooh. done. Interesting. And Interesting. for everyone else who's interested, here is the rest of the leaderboard. Awesome. Nice. Now, folks, this is the time to get your choices in. Okay. Uh, for, for what we're going to read next week. We're, we're, we're definitely intrigued, we want to know, because we need to read it. And um, as I <laughs> said, you know, it. yeah, no, of course. Um, <laughs> ideally, if you can keep it like a, either a one and done or like a five or six issue arc, ideally, because again, we want everyone to read along with who can. So for, for, for a time thing, just keep it around that if you can. Don't worry if you can't, but just don't be picking like a 20 issue story, because <laughs> we'll just say no. Um, but give us your give us your choices there, and we will do the the spinny wheel thing. And um, yeah, uh, there is one comment from Glenn. I just need you to clarify if you can take a look at that. 
Nice. Okay. Is that too many? DC. DC it metals. It's metal. I think metal was six issues, and he's mentioned the two parts before, which is like the forge and yeah, something else. So that's that would eight. be eight. That yeah. I, I'd be okay with that if you are. Okay. Yeah. Right, um, talk amongst yourself, guys, because <laughs> Do, did we think any of this was controversial, Shane? This this book at all? I don't think so. I think if, when you do something for comedy then it's only controversial if you choose to look too deep into it. I mean, there's nothing gross. I mean, they don't... Yeah, they have sex in public, but, like, there's no one around. Like, if you notice, every time they do it, it like, they don't go to a park or, you know, yeah. a school playground. They're in an alley behind the bank so they can mm -hmm. get in. They don't do anything in public. I mean, yeah, they're watching the porn at the sex shop, and she, like, you know, gets in <laughs> there. But... It, it yeah i don't i didn't think anything i mean some of the posters <clears throat> i can see a lot of people getting offended at some of the posters yeah i definitely. personally i was cracking up i was spending way too much on the pages because i was getting every single poster i could read and every vhs title but yeah, yeah definitely some risky stuff in there but not nothing controversial i'm looking forward to checking out all the posters like in this book at the end to see what they, what they all do say but uh, I think the thumbs up there from Scott does this mean we're good to go uh, yes we are okay so, so folks do you want me to run through them Scott or do you want to uh, if you want to yeah sure I just double check I think the first one is the first one we have here from comic and also from Brandon One Arch mm -hmm. has picked Agent of Shade volume one never heard of that um uh, Comic Bound has picked Wii 3. I know he's picked this a few times. Uh, Cable's Lost Son has picked Lazarus. I'm assuming for you one. And that's actually something I've always wanted to read is Lazarus. Uh, Dean has picked The Stuff of Legend, Omnibus 1. And Omnibus. But don't worry, it's only eight issues. <laughs> and Connie is asking for Hotel by John Lees. Um, so good. Beth is sticking with self-storage. Self and... Liam is sticking with many more from Power Rangers Volume 1. Highland G is Primer. It's a DC for Kids short graphic novel. That's cool. And we got more. Jack Talks Comics. He's picking Superman 78 being an okay choice. It's not being collected yet, but all six issues are out. As long as we could get them somehow, yeah, we, we yep. yeah, that'll be fine. No problem. I, I have the singles for that. I haven't read it yet. Cool. And cool. Triple G Comics is Oh, same as Courtney. Uh, Courtney. Same as Connie. Courtney. Who's <laughs> Courtney? And Dominic is asking, have we done Radiant Black yet? No, we haven't. Do you want it? Shall we include this? I've chucked it on. Okay, yeah. that's right. So we're, okay. we're good to go. Lines are yeah, closed. Please do not call or enter. You will still be charged. <laughs> <laughs> go okay. ahead, Scott. Here we go. I'm just going to give it a shuffle a few times. There we go. Right, let's full screen this. Good luck, everyone. Let's see who wins. Something good. Something good. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> no. So uh, I should add um, <laughs> Comics vs. the World and JWD got in touch earlier on. Comics vs. the World asked for Snock Girl and JWD asked for. Um, Something I can't remember, um, but there we go. So, Rich, well done. You have won that. He's 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 never watching on live, but he'll catch the rewind. So, no one tell him until he watches the rewind. Yeah. 
And then uh, and then he can come and claim his nice swag. And if he doesn't come and claim it, then we know that he doesn't really watch the rewinds. No. <gasps> he can be fine right <laughs> here. But it's funny that he picks Snot Girl, because there's anyone who wants a bit of context for that and why he went, oh no. Because Chris from Off My Shells, a friend of the show, he done an Image Comics uh, celebration video. And we all give our kind of favorite image picks. And I happen to say, like, what on earth is Snot Girl? Not knowing what it is, it's just a comic book called Snot Girl. And of course, that's why he has picked this. So I have a real. I'm sure it's wonderful. But <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's us, folks. Anything else to kind of uh, bring up, chat about? No, that's good. Do you want to go around to see what we're kind of doing on our channels, Scott? Do you think coming up? I got nothing. Shane. Um, the quiz for Dawn of Comics Quiz Night 16, the viewer competition for Dawn of Comics Quiz Night 16, still live for a week. Um, next Friday is when it ends, so if you head over, you can enter that. Maybe What's the prize? prize? The prize is Absolute Carnage number one, and uh, obviously your certificate with your name on, which is the most important nice. thing. And it took me a long time to get that the answer to that. I it did. It took me ages to think of it. A lot of googling going on. But yeah, <laughs> folks. I uh, I also have a video out this week. It should be out tomorrow. I don't have a time. I say should be. It's planned tomorrow. I know I'm getting more regular with this. It's, it's amazing. Wow. I feel like a proper YouTuber now. But yeah, folks, check my channel for that at Phil's Nuttyverse. And yeah, thanks for thanks for joining. Thanks for watching. If you're listening in the podcast, thanks a lot for for you know listening there too. Um, yeah, thanks everyone. There's only one thing left to do, and that is get your waves out. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye everyone. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs>